Many real estate agents across Australia confidently refer Property Insurance Plus to their clients as they recognise the price and benefit value of their policy combined with the client-focused service they deliver. They offer a comprehensive building and landlord insurance facility and have formed a powerhouse to present the very best in investment property insurance. Contact PIP today to find out more. So today I am joined by Samantha at Peered Real Estate and we have a great topic surrounding outsourcing and it's a topic that I have been wanting to do for a while because I am a bit of a believer that our the outsourcing that we're doing as property managers could possibly do us out of a job in the future. So thank you, Sam, for joining me today. Hi, thank you. So what I wanted to talk about is the outsourcing and the benefits of it and the negatives of it. So tell me a little bit about your agency, the number of properties and how you use outsourcing. So I'm in the Scarborough branch of Peered Real Estate. We've got about 400 properties under management. Um, the only outsourcing we do is PCRs. That's that's the only outsourcing you do. Otherwise, we're completely in-house. Um, yeah, and we only do that strictly for the third-party um, concept is it keeps it neutral for tenants, ourselves and owners. And then um, there's, there's no question as to the biasness of the property being presented to the tenant and their reporting. So what's interesting with the PCRs is that... I hadn't done them for a while and I had gone and done some PCRs and I find them a little bit boring, but they relatively easy because you're just stating the condition. For sure. And then I was thinking to myself, like, why don't we outsource final and bond inspections instead and not PCRs? I think for myself, I like to do the final inspection with with a colleague um, to see how the property has been left and then you can present it or prepare it um, against the original report then you can go back to your owner or your tenant and you've got that knowledge that, yeah, there was a big chip in the wall or it wasn't there when you moved in. So I think I myself like to do the final inspections and keep control of that because if it does end up going to court, worst case scenario, you've seen it for yourself. Yeah, you've seen it. Yeah. Um, and have you trialled other outsourcing in the past before or have you always just done it this way? Always done it this way, yeah. Have you ever not done the PCRs in the agency? Do you ever remember a time when you haven't outsourced them? Yeah, so we've only done outsourcing of... PCRs for about the last two or three years. Um, before that, it was in-house. The updates of a new tenant moving in was was done in-house. But, um, you know, trying to work smarter these days, it was let's just outsource the PCRs um, given the time that they can take. Um, it just suited our agency better to outsource PCRs. So question for you, because I'm a bit passionate about the um, the time when we take things away from property managers. When you took, Do you remember when you took the PCRs away from the property managers, did you then have them, was the point to allow them to manage more properties or was it to allow them to better service the clients or what was the reason there? A bit of both. It was um, more properties. The benchmark used to be 100 properties per 100 uh, per property manager. We've increased that slightly. Um, and also just better service as well, more time to do inspections or follow-up maintenance, um, follow-up applications and things like that, pros- prospecting for tenants and things like that, yeah. Because I think that's a big thing that a lot of agencies do wrong where they might outsource the PCRs because they think that that's what everybody does is their first step to outsourcing, but then they don't, they do it because I think there's a lot of property managers who claim they're very busy and, and I, I they probably are busy. Yeah. I'm not saying they're not, but I don't think they're probably working efficiently. So then what happens is the property managers are complaining that they've got, you know, they've got too much on. So then the boss says, well, let's outsource some PCRs because they're time consuming. That's totally cool. But then 
this property manager can still complain about being busy. And it's yes. like, well, hold on a second. I've just saved you hypothetically six hours of work a week. Let's say, you know, each PCR is two or three hours. Um, so, yeah, it's important, I think, for business owners to make sure that that six out you know that six hours or five hours that property managers gain is doing those good phone calls or doing the maintenance checks you know what I mean following up maintenance and quotes and things like that so we did increase like I said from 100 properties to 110 properties that's as well good. so we did increase the the capacity of the property manager as well yeah and I think that's what I would recommend to any real estate agents that don't do outsourcing that you make that very clear at the start that Yes, I can outsource, but if that's replacing this many hours for you, then... Um, there's then, always something to do. <laughs> there's always something to do, absolutely. And so let's talk about some other outsourcing that maybe we've heard in other agencies. So I, um, so my office, I don't personally outsource anything. There are the odd occasion that we do outsource a PCR if, for example, someone's on annual leave or if it's a really big property that's completely furnished, for example, um, or, you know, there's a reason. So we might outsource. We've got 575 properties. We probably might outsource, you know, three PCRs per year, maybe wow. something like that. So not a lot. Yeah. But what's interesting is that I always outsource. So i always happy with PCRs outsourcing from the start. And then I had a change of staff and my staff were actually the ones that said to me, Ash, we want to be doing our own PCRs because we want to check the properties ourselves. Yep. And I was just like, you beauty, that's yep. <laughs> a bit of money. Um, so I was quite happy with that situation and they prefer to do it. But I think um, it makes it a lot easier now with dictaphones and straight into your software. What software are you using? For prop- for PCRs? Um, no, no, for... Um, for Inspection? Um, no, trust. Uh, console. Ah, uh, that's right. Console that's cloud. Right. Yeah, we've you just like changed. It? Yeah, we've only just changed over about six months ago. So yeah, just getting to know the ins and outs of it. They're updating constantly, which is great. But yeah, we do like it. It's obviously it's cloud based. It's faster. It's it's more workflow based. Yeah. Yeah. It's good. Do you think that you will do any other outsourcing? Is there like a, a, a business plan to bring in something different? Not at this stage. Not that I'm aware of. Bear in mind, Peard has a, about three th- three thousand managements all over WA but our little Scarborough office um, no at this stage we're, we're happy with how we do it yeah. yeah don't plan on changing anything soon yeah excellent and it's good that the way that you said that you um, sell it to your clients that we do outsource the PCRs yeah. because it's a third party unbiased etc um, and it's all about because you're a BDM aren't you yes I am yeah, okay. yeah. yeah. so from a BDM because I do our BDM it's um, knowing your market and your competition so I used to um, I used to um, talk about the benefits of outsourcing PCRs when I outsource them. But now that I don't outsource them, I use the benefit of we like to do everything in-house and we don't believe in outsourcing. And so you just use it to your advantage. Exactly. You know your market. You know what your clients are going to be like. So you do. You can pros and cons of each way, yeah, depending on your, your captured audience. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. Um, virtual assistants overseas, have you used them before? I, I know Peard have. I haven't personally. Um I, there's a need for them, I believe, for maybe data entry, basic roles, basic tasks like that, but I'm not a fan of them. Yeah, yeah. So yeah. I have used them in the past and, again, my staff, I'm very lucky they were the ones that were just like, can we just do it ourselves? Yeah. Um, we had a very, very good company. We used Beepo and they were excellent. I can't fault them at all. Um, they did 
uh, our VA work part-time, So, but they were responsible not for doing any communication with our clients, but it was all behind the scenes yes, stuff. Yep. So, you know, you might be booking in routine inspections or um, cleaning the database and keeping that clean. There's certain roles where I think that you could use them for the benefit of the agency, but it doesn't affect the tenants or the yeah, I, I don't like them contacting clients. We haven't done that, yeah. but I have heard or I've, I've received calls from VAs for um, application checks and things like that. And I'm just like, oh, it's it's not for me. It works for yeah. some people, but it's not for me. Yeah, yeah, and we chatted about that the other day with um the, the references. And, yeah. And we'll, we'll talk a bit about that, like, in, in our automation session. But I think that it's funny, isn't it, like, when we're on the receiving end of the, the VAs. Don't like it. We don't like it, but yet we still sometimes, you know, some agencies still use it. Yep. So, um, and yeah, we will talk, chat about the, the benefits of that. Uh, routine inspection outsourcing, what's your thoughts on that getting done? Again, I could see there is a need for it if you need, if someone's away or you're short staffed or for some reason you've got a lot of inspections in that particular month. But again, not a fan of it. I prefer to keep in house, hands on, eyes on for your owner between myself and my assistant. We do the inspections um, so that we know if there is a maintenance issue or a tenant's got a problem, we know exactly what we're talking about. Yeah, yeah, I've seen it. Yeah. yeah, and I think that you, um, same with yeah, annual leave. If I've got someone on an extended annual leave, I would utilise it if I didn't have the capability with with staff in house. Yeah, but. Again, you know, my staff would just revolve their routine inspections around their holidays. So, you know what I mean? <laughs> Book them in. Book them in. So it's quite quite all right. But um, I think there's like a need for having the routine inspections outsourced. But um, I've seen agencies do like every second one just to alleviate. I don't know if that – I think it would probably be hard to monitor, monitor it in a house. Especially if you have a changeover of staff. Yeah, yeah. You'd have to have a good tracking system, I guess. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I, I guess, again, if you're a boutique independent or, you know, sole trader, one staff member kind of agency, maybe that would work for you. But I think, you know, when you've got enough staff to cover it, it should be it should be done hands on. Yeah, yeah, yeah I agree. Absolutely. Because I've always said that I'm a big, big believer about the love triangle and the importance of a routine inspection is not just to inspect the property, which is what. A, you know, a, a VA or an outsourced company would do, but it's also to maintain that relationship with the property manager and the tenant. And yeah. quite often, like we've actually just had a couple recently where the tenants, um, we've noticed because we they're long term, where they've been depressed or if they've been. Um, like an elderly man and we noticed that he started hoarding and he started sort of seeing mold that wasn't there and so for us as a property manager like we also treat that the routine inspections as a time for us just to connect with them to make sure they are okay because you do have the relationship with your tenants yeah yeah even though they're not our client there's still a relationship and an obligation there to them correct so, yeah. yeah so I think that that's that there's that's the reason why you you know should do them yourself um so question do you think outsourcing is doing us out of a job potentially mm-hmm. i think it's if you manage it well and use it for the right purposes it's a great tool and a great backup to have um i wouldn't like to see it as a full-time you know if you're engaging a property manager or an agency you want a lot of it done in-house that's my expectation yeah uh, doing us out of a job Probably, yeah. Yeah, because there's a a real estate model where you can ultimately manage 500 properties, hypothetically, with VAs and outsourcing your routine inspections and your PCRs and, and potentially your final bond inspections. 
and then you have let's say you have a VA and then you've got one property manager who actually just maybe takes the phone calls and does the admin work. So I use the word glorified admin worker, which is ultimately <laughs> I would what you tend are. to agree with you. <laughs> But then I think then there's different different business models. And- there is. And what works for one's not going to work for others. I think, you know, if you aren't leaving the office as a property manager, I think you are. You could tend to be a glorified administrator. Yeah. The, yeah. There's a lot of emails, a lot of phone calls. Yes, I agree. We, you do need someone predominantly office-based. Yeah. But I think it's good for us to do the final inspection or even do one home open every now and then just to have a look at the property. Has it deteriorated once that tenant left? And let your owner know the carpets need replacing and that sort of thing. So I think it's, yeah, I, that different business models for different people. <laughs> that, well, that's right. And that's what I sort of always believe. Yeah. And I think, I mean, I won't lie. I think that if I was on my own in business and let's say that I had 500 properties that I, you know, that I looked after and I had a staff member, I would have to be honest and say that if that staff member had left, I probably would consider the outsourcing model for me on my own for 500 properties with people doing all my extra work because I've got the control of staying in touch with the owners. But I think that it would that decision would be me wanting to make more money and it would be a financial benefit for me and not a the best interest of my clients. Exactly. That's so, how I would see it as well. Yeah, and yeah. I think as well, like, we're all in business for different reasons. And so, you know, some people are in business for for lifestyle and some are in business for financial. And, and that financial is absolutely fine. That's, yep. that's normal. Um, but, you know, if you are in it for just the financial reasons, then... You would go down that way. It'd be interesting to see how they go long term. <laughs> yeah, well, that's right, exactly. Um, other benefits of outsourcing, I know, can be not having to pay an extra staff member for super, another staff member for annual leave, uh, sick leave to worry about. Yeah, like they're all the things that an outsourced company. So I guess that's share. where the financials and the business model comes into it. Yeah, yeah, the reliability. But then, yeah, like I said, I think I think that's a benefit of the agency, not the client. Yeah, so from a service point of view, yeah. I don't think it would service the client yeah. to what I would want. Um, yeah. However, yeah, business models or yeah. financials for other people is different. And yeah. I think we sort of discussed that from probably for 500 properties less, would it be fair to say that that doesn't really require much outsourcing, if any, but as we get larger, there would be more of a need, do you think? Possibly, because obviously the more staff you have staff itself can bring issues to your business so if you're trying to limit the staffing issues and and like you say the liability of staff perhaps you'd want to outsource maybe one or two other tasks yeah I guess where do you draw the line yeah 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 yeah, exactly and then we we're very I mean the other thing I will mention because um I'll have some outsourcing companies listen we are very lucky in Perth to have wonderful outsourcing we companies. Do. We're very lucky. Ours is great that we use. Yeah, yeah. So, um, yeah, fortunate that they treat it like their own business as well, like yeah. that they would go in um, appropriately for our tenants. And we have, so we've chatted about the overseas outsourcing. We've chatted about the local outsourcing. Reception outsourcing. Do you have a receptionist? We do have a receptionist, yeah, yes. Okay. We, we, sorry, we're in Scarborough. We do have yeah. a lot of walk-ins being in the location we're in. We still get a lot of walk-in traffic, looking for rentals, handing out rental lists, a bit old school like that. But our receptionist, she's she's great. She, you know, she knows to hand out rental lists. 
old school service glass of water, that kind of thing. Okay, nice. Yeah. So we, we're the same. We have the um, the window display. Yeah. But we are trying to go a little bit more paperless. So we now have our QR code. We should put one on, on your window display. Your I've QR seen that, yeah. <laughs> yeah. And, then, and so we don't hand up rental lists anymore and people just have to hover their camera the phone. over it. Yeah. And there's a couple of elderly ones where we will still quickly print one off if they sure. ask. Yeah. But generally people are just doing that and that's something to ask the boss later on i suggest you do (laughs) um so we um we don't have a receptionist and but we always have but we um as of um, april this year we don't and we have got and i guess i don't know if you'd call it outsourcing or just smart technology probably smart technology but we have the system where you and where you ring the office and it says thanks for calling soco press one to speak to this and two yep. and I've made it minimal to you know four or five options um but I find that that is I actually still consider that a bit of outsourcing I would too yeah, yeah considering yeah, yeah. what I've got at the moment yeah yeah, yeah I call that outsourcing <laughs> so then because we found that the um the phone calls that were coming through are all for the property managers anyway yes correct yeah so sales reps all straight to their mobiles correct and so now the property managers it just goes straight to their mobile when the person presses two or three sure yeah um and that's been working so i guess okay is it outsourcing or is it automation yeah let's call it automation yeah automation, automation. i think <laughs> i don't think it's outsourcing as such i would yeah. say more automation yeah but saying that there is some outside have you seen outsourced receptions no. Oh, okay. So I'll quickly mention it in case anyone listening is um, is looking at the options. So there's also a lady in that has like a, a outsourced reception service. She's got a team of about five ladies and she is in Welshport. Really lovely to deal with. And you don't pay any fees. You only pay per call they answer. Yeah. And okay. it, was, it was not expensive. I, I mean, I want to say it was a Oh, I want to say it was like 50 cents a call or something like that. And so the phone goes to them. They answer it like they're a, you know, they're just they're sitting they're, right there. They're sitting right there. They're, the front, they're in the phone calls. They know what office it's for. And they take the phone call. They take the message. They would actually say, um, sorry, they're just out at lunch at the moment. Can I take a message? And that that would probably be more outsourcing. Yes. But yeah. a great option that I was considering if you didn't get a lot of phone calls. But even, even if you did, it would still be cheaper than a receptionist. Probably for a smaller office. Yeah. yeah. I think, again, with peered real estate, we're quite lucky with the, you know, the several offices we've got around Perth. We do have one or two very good um, in-house temps. Yeah. So if our receptionist is sick or a property manager is sick for that day, instead of cancelling inspections, we'll see if this temp is available. She works for peered. She knows the peered system. So yeah. we, we probably rather than an outsourced receptionist, we'd call our champion. Yeah. Yeah. Excellent. Yeah. Um, let's see. I think we have sort of covered everything that we I wanted to cover. I guess, well, let's just to finish everything off, let's talk about the future of outsourcing. Do you, where do you see the future of real estates using outsourced services? Uh, I'm not too sure. I haven't given a lot of thought. I think it will happen more and more as people are trying to save money and fees are getting lower. There seems to be a race to the bottom at the moment for fees. Um, So perhaps business owners would look at outsourcing more. It also gives um, staff members or employees flexibility to work from job to job rather than working for one agency. They can then work for an outsourcing company and drift around between um, agencies that they work for rather than working for an agency or in an agency. So perhaps there is quite a future for it if that's the way um staff members are going to go yeah property management yeah i think that we will see the outsourcing continue i still think it's going to be a big uh, a big thing and i think that 
PCRs is quite standard in WA yes. to be outsourced. I yep. think that we will see routine inspections being more regular. I know, Sadly. I know. <laughs> Old I know. school here. <laughs> yeah, I think they will be. And I actually think that we could potentially see the the viewings being outsourced from just, and when I say outsourced, you know, a company that actually just specialises in viewings Home and opens, doing them on the, yeah, yeah. on the weekend. Like, yeah. I think that will free up lots of time. Um, I think that, yeah, the aim to try and get people to stay in the office more and more is what's going to drive that. So yeah, I, it would be interesting to see and how it goes when screening tenants. Yeah. When yeah. you meet them versus having trusting someone else's judgment. Oh, I need to see you. Yes, I need, I need to, to talk you, to you. I need to talk to you. <laughs> what car do they drive? <laughs> and, and see what shoes you're wearing or, you know, whether you've got teeth. So. Exactly. <laughs> Correct. Um, which, which is funny enough, one of um, my friends who works south of the river is one of her requirements that applicants must be wearing shoes and have, have all their teeth. It's a standard. <laughs> it's a standard. <laughs> Not in South Perth, but yeah, but yeah. there it is. Other so. areas, yeah. <laughs> Absolutely. Um, excellent. Thank you for joining me today. And um, I look forward to our next session on automation. Sounds great. Thank you. ONTAP Plumbing and Gas covers all Perth areas from Mandurah to Two Rocks and has a team of plumbing, drainage and hot water experts. They have an amazing reputation for their excellent service and quality workmanship on time, every time, and it is easy to see why they are a favourite to many Perth property managers. Whether you just need some friendly advice or an obligation-free quote, look no further than ONTAP Plumbing and Gas.